short break. This is Red Pill Politics, hour two. Dos numero dos. All right, welcome to the show. A beautiful, um, uh, threatening spring day here, sunny, uh, nice and warm. Spring's right around the corner. We're in the month of March. Uh, I promised you guys we'd be doing some gardening shows. Those are coming up in the very near future. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I want to make sure that uh, you you know that I didn't forget about that. We could have our victory gardens in this year. Um, what I want you to do is make sure you head over to redpublicpolitics.tv, be on our email list over there so you know what's going on, so you can get connected over on Rumble. Check out our live stream of the Republic Broadcasting Network's show every single week. All right, we love to have you involved in chat. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to notifications, and if you got good info, all right, I need you to post that, but put it down in the uh, permanent comments, not just in, I saw some good stuff went by and I lost it in the uh, uh, live chat. you got to remember to put that down in the uh, text chat underneath the, the video so it travels with it. That's the idea. And, of course, over at republicbroadcasting.org, show archive there you need to share around. Heck, you can start, fill up your thumb drive with MP3s. You can listen to it at work, in your car, everywhere you go. Um, when you don't have connectivity, when you do, there's a one-click player on every page, page of the site. Even progressives can listen. It's wonderful stuff, great technology. Make sure you use it and hit that donation button on your way out. Donations, big and small, are greatly appreciated, and there's monthly specials over there. So you got to check back at republicbroadcasting.org frequently. All right, Lots of specials change every month. Um, stay up to date on that. Uh, let's get back to it. I've got another caller, uh, Steve from Florida. How are you today, Steve? Hey, how's it going, brother? Uh, well, not too bad. How's things down there in Florida? It's hot, man. It's getting hotter. It's a good thing. Ah, good deal. <laughs> but so isn't the political realm, too, huh? Ah, yes, yes. Well, it looks like uh, you're going to have DeSantis down there uh, as governor, um, so... What are your thoughts on him? Do you think he'll be able to hold the fort down? Do I see some good things still happening there? I love DeSantis, man. I mean, I'm still writing him in for president, even though he isn't running anymore. I don't know why he dropped out. Um, you know how I felt about him. I've mentioned that before on the show. So I think that the American people kind of let themselves down by not rallying around him because he's the best candidate, you know, not to get too into it, but you always hear I the discussion. of him and uh, um, Christy Nome. Uh, and from South Dakota, you know, those are two governors that, um, you know, they, they have the confidence and the support of their people. They're doing some good things there and kind of yeah. 
a break in the ice uh, for some of the states. So I kind of like the idea of them, you know, holding the fort down in their state. Um, but, yeah, we're, this is going to be one heck of an election season. We're going to see stuff even crazier than the last time as their desperation seems to uh, keep doubling. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I agree 100% that the states definitely need to have good governors, but what happened to the good old days, I guess, where the states had good governors and we had good leaders in the White House, right? And they don't, I feel like we can't have that anymore now, and we have to, like, pick and choose. And, like, I'd rather have good leadership at the whole country level than just at a couple of state levels, you know what I mean? Um, I think we need to do better. You know, the caller and I might have disagreed on something, the previous one, um, but one thing he is right about is the talk is cheap, and if things are wrong, people can't just post on, like, TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and say, oh, everything's bad, and we need to take our country back. Talk is cheap, you know? People yeah. are tired of hearing it, too. We all become, like, broken records, and so they tune us out. And so then, really, at that point, nothing is going to get done, so... Well, you know, I, I've described, you're talking about something I've mentioned in the past, too, and I, I I hesitate to call it a character flaw. I think it's a character observation that the mm-hmm. uh, conservatives out there, um, and I'm not talking about Republican Party establishment. Types. I'm talking <laughs> exactly. about your average yeah. uh, conservative-minded person who is small mm-hmm. government, but one of the uh, characters of, of a conservative in many cases, you know, I am uh, the uh, you, both of us, you and I are both the exception to this rule, uh, but many of them are very reserved. They're very quiet. I mean, it's the nature of a conservative. They're not screechy and nasty like the progressives and the Marxists out there. You know, they're not loud and obnoxious. Usually uh, when they bump into a you know, a cultural jackass like that, they kind of just disengage them and say, oh, they, they move on and associate with other like-minded people. In other words, they leave kind of a, a political vacuum or in that battleground is they don't push back. That's what I'm getting at is they're quiet and their tendency is to just be quiet. Well, there's quiet pros and cons to that, concern. right, Dave? Sure. There's, there's pros and cons to that. I mean, on one hand, as Christians, as true conservatives, we're supposed to not be like them, right? We're supposed to be different and stand out in a world well, gone wrong and be right. However, God's not like lukewarm, right? You can't be diplomatic and or the other. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, mm. I mean, you know, a true Christian realizes that you know you don't lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. You 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 don't be lukewarm and uncommitted because he he frowns upon that most. You got to pick up the sling and the and the rock sometimes and face Goliath. Still, yeah. right is the point, yeah. Yeah. and that's true. And so you can't be diplomatic and so passive to the point of your own demise. You know, I saw this post on this Christian channel I followed today, actually, where this pastor was saying that Christian nationalism is like a flaw, or that it's somehow wrong, or like. Uh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> our founding fathers were Christians who believed in having a nation and being free, because nationalism isn't what the left says it is. It's just believing that, you know, you love your country, your constitution, small government, and all the things we've been talking about here, right? So, Don't you feel that term being inculcated right now? Christian nationalism, Christian nationalism, that's all you oh, hear. Yeah. It, it's the new oh, conspiracy yeah. theory of the day. 
trying to create that association that that any form of nationalism and conservatives and Christians and their enemies will always be something nationalist. But right. nationalism as a whole has, has been demonized and is unaccepted by progressives. You know that. And who are the typical people who are the biggest nationalists? The, con- the true conservatives, the Christians. There's multiple reasons they're attacking us. It's because we stand in their way on multiple fronts. Whether it's in, on the communist front or against Islamic terror, they already want to kill the Christians, and so they don't like what we do, what we say, what we stand for. They want us out of the way, so they're trying to smear us with their propaganda and turn public sentiment against us, and it's worked. And unfortunately, I think another problem, and I've mentioned this, I think, before, is that everyone's hooked on, like, the mainstream media and the left and what they're saying on The View and CNN and MSNBC. You don't know how many channels, even mainstream conservative ones, that I've recently unsubscribed from entirely for that reason mm-hmm. and for them backing the Muslim terrorists and stuff like that. Like, we got to get our act together. You know, don't you see the follow-away in, in those uh, outlets? I mean, they're losing grip. Their numbers uh, are showing they? Up everywhere. Not only in their viewers, it, it, you know, the viewership is going down. Uh, but you know, there's people out there. You know, greed is a human thing, and even Pfizer and those commercials. Everyone who pays for commercials on these networks, if you backtrack this, you know, oddly enough, the insurance industry. And, and advertising industry are indicators that are relatively accurate. If you go out and track those numbers down, those are going to give you the trends, the real trends that matter. Because even the advertisers are seeing the follow-away. The money that they can demand for a 30-second commercial is decreasing. So I they, turn off my television every time I see an advertisement on, say, Amazon Prime, which I only have because my dad has an account or else I'd never even have it because I wouldn't pay them myself a dime. But every time you see an ad, it's some left-wing garbage, you know, whether it's pharmaceutical-related, LGBT-related. They're sitting there talking about how they have AIDS because they're gay and then having all the gays in the commercials still, like, promoting the, you know, the, the crap. And you're like, well, don't you guys get it yet? Why don't you try something new? Like, stop yeah. pushing this crap down our throat. We don't want it. I literally turn my television off. How is that going to be good for you as a business? Yeah. But they don't care, you know, because there's, there's their agenda, to your point, that they care about more than anything. And unfortunately, I've, I've noticed that in Conservative Inc. as well, which that's why a lot of times we call them rhinos, because they're no different than the left. And we need to get away from those people. You talked about donating to Red Pill Paul. People should donate to you. You know, they should donate to me too. We're the names out there, the littler guys that need support, and we're only little because you don't donate to us. And I'm going to be real about it, and I'm not here on behalf of Red Pill Politics saying this, or on behalf of myself. I'm just talking real with everyone, you know? Oh, Everyone's it's not giving their money. Across the line, when you look at a lot of other streamers, um, and I'm no different, I'm sure you're no different is, uh, you know, you operate in the red uh, most of the time. Uh, there's the more, time. <laughs> I think there's been three months since I've been yeah. doing this where I uh, met my bills, what it costs for me for uh, distribution. Um, and I'm not out there plugging either. I'm just saying this is an observation system Well, it shouldn't be that way, right. No. Exactly, Dave. No, we're well, not yeah, begging. We're not I, asking. It's just you should do that by default. Instead of supporting mm-hmm. these conservative ink or rhinos, or even Democrats, my goodness. That's what people are giving their money to. 
Well, stop yeah, it. <laughs> it would be better to spend money uh, for sure in uh, divest of that stuff. But not only are yeah. you paying for it, and that's where your dollars are going to, but they're propagandizing and lying to you at the same time, stealing your information and reselling that. Uh, there's almost nothing good with that relationship any longer. Um, and, and, you know, people are breaking themselves over it. I think we've got to be sure. persistent, though. Uh, I mean, we're, and you're like this as well, is, you know, you'll lose battles. All right. There'll, there'll be a lot of hurdles and stuff. Uh, but the thing that the deep state hates is the thing that the party apparatus hates when you uh, uh, free think within their ranks is they hate it when you don't quit. They, they don't really don't mind. A, re, a Republican elitist did not mind when these troublemaking conservatives threatened to quit. Well, I'm just not going to go to your meetings anymore, and I'm not going to. They, they don't care. They, they'd no. rather not have your donation, have you quietly go away, than to get really angry and redouble your efforts uh, to clean them up. Uh, Speaking of that, did you hear about the federal agency there that spent $39 million to develop AI that blacklists voices critical of the U.S. government? Talk yeah, about communism. They're, they're, over, huh? they're in our bank accounts now. They're, they're out there grooming around. That was one of my uh, talking points for today is uh, the IRS and, and the government has unleashed AIs that do nothing but comb through all of the, the banks and, and monitor individual accounts for all kinds yep. of activity uh, that currently uh, being deployed. Now, what do we do with that? I mean, with almost every attack from uh, government upon us, you know, we, you know, once we're aware of it, we try to develop a plan, you know, to resist it. How do you, how do you counter something like that? Are we going to wind up with the individual well, Dave, that's the problem, scientists right? creating AI to go in and do bet digital battle Inside People my say they come up with a plan, Dave, but they're not really coming out with a plan at all. They're just talking about it and recognizing it's bad and evil and then just getting depressed, getting down and out or giving up. And I'm ra- I'm trying to rally everyone, like, stand up and fight. Be men again. You're like, what happened, Americans? What happened to you? Stop mm-hmm. the pissing and moaning. Don't let this criticism that's constructive get you depressed further either. It should rally you to a common cause of freedom. You want to be free? Show it. Fight yeah. for it. Do something. Yeah, it's hard to find anybody. You can go down the street, regardless of political affiliation. Just walk down the street and ask people, do you support freedom and liberty? And whatever their version of that is in their head, and that, this is fine, they're going to say yes. You're absolutely right. As if our freedom and liberty, which is at stake, becomes the issue that bonds us. And that's why I think we're being broken down, and that's the theme of the whole show today, is nationalist mm-hmm versus globalist is I do think it's going to get so bad that political labels and badges and tokens and trophies are not going to matter. When people have no you know, car to get into, no job to go to, no stores are open, no gas, when things get bad. But right, but why do we wait? A globalist. Dave. Right, but why? America, world population even, Dave, Red Pill Politics, everyone out there that's listening, why in the world... When you see that coming and it's inevitable, why would you wait till the mm. stores are all going to be shut down? Till everything's yeah. at like hellish levels. I mean, it's bad enough already. You really want it to get there before, and I'm supposed to believe you're all going to stand up and do something with me then? Come on, people. You think like if you're training, you don't think you have to train, I mean, for that fight that's inevitably coming? 
Yeah. You don't think we should try to do something to stop it proactively so it doesn't have to get to that point where there's all-out chaos? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why the caller was saying before, he's wondering if people are brain dead. You know, be strong. I agree with that. Cretans right out of our town. I mean, that should be a nice, good warm-up. It's like every athlete goes and stretches and and warms up before the big battle. Man, yep. you've got these little tyrants right in your town. Warm up on their sorry butts, man. Go in and, and get rid of them. Expose them. Make them part of this whole Biden-Easter regime and the progressives who have taken over yep. the party. Always leave room. I was going to ask you if you thought, because as you were describing some conservative values, I, I still go back to the classic liberal uh, was small government. Uh, wanted to raise their own family without intrusion. They really didn't, you know, they were like a protective mother hen. They didn't want intrusion in their family circle. Um, so there's still some of those out there. Do you think that uh, there's enough classic liberals within uh, that Democrat camp uh, to be a nucleus uh, to uh, change them? Or what do you think? I think the classic liberal majority is the same as the classic Republican majority. They're all soft and weak and too quiet and too passive and too non-confrontational, Dave. I think that even if there is that element, it doesn't really matter because no one knows about it because they all just shut up and comply, you know? Mm. And if you don't, it's it's like if the tree is there, but no one knows it when it falls and makes a sound because no one's around to hear it. Like, you might be talking in your home, but will you talk outside of your home? We talk in at your job, you know, will you get up on a stage and yell from the rooftops? Or better yet, will you do something instead of just talking or marching down a street and complaining? Will you be part of the solution? Do you care to be part of the solution? Or do you just think that Donald Trump or someone else is going to save you? You know, what happens when Donald Trump does die because he's an old man? All these people that are, like, so anti-DeSantis for no reason, or for fake reasons, for example, they're going to suddenly go and rally around him. I think that's really strange. You know what I mean? That people are like that. I ask a lot of Trump supporters uh, quite frequently uh, if they would identify for me whether they thought uh, MAGA was uh, Trump or if if MAGA is a movement. Because if MAGA and Trump are the same thing, your whole revolution and your whole fight is over in, in, in a maximum of four years, <laughs> all right? And right, so exactly. Movement yeah. to a person, you're, you're done for. Making America great should be beginning now, moving forward. Yep. God help you tyrants. That's why I sell a lot of products on AmericanPatriotsApparel.com that try to stay focused on America first, MAGA, but if I sell, or like draining the swamp, you know, the general slogan is that we hold dear to our hearts that are bigger than the politicians, whoever they are, you know? Um, occasionally I'll sell some Trump stuff and some DeSantis stuff, but I'm trying to avoid that, not just because that fades with their political campaigns as they run out of time, but because these people always end up betraying you one way or another, all of them, it seems, you know? And so even with Trump, you know, we've had this discussion a lot, and it's been a big arguing point where Donald Trump was pimping the vaccines. Donald Trump said he was going to drain the swamp. He didn't. Donald Trump said he was pro-Second Amendment, banning bump stocks or not supporting the NRA the way he's supposed to, or not being pro-life enough. These things that are all conservative. That, well, of the few you know, people you can get to engage uh, politically, yeah. those that elect and happen to get their guy into office, it's like, oh, big you know, celebration. You have yeah. your uh, 
your party. And then they this go isn't home. a game, right? This That's isn't a the sport. Time you want to be in their office now, maybe uh, twice as much. They, you should be around them because when you cut them loose in the halls, there uh, you're just you're throwing them into the swamp, and they're going to be surrounded and, uh, with you know with with the swamp. You've got to stay on them. Everybody does. They should have pressure more from their uh, their uh, constituency than they should from lobbyists. All right. Absolutely. And that doesn't happen. People just cut them loose and think that that one person is going to go in, not be corrupted and do the right thing all the time, always. And, it, and right. here you we are. Monitor our, these people our on everything. Are hollow victories. Yep. Yeah, you got to monitor these people on everything. You got to be willing to put in the time and the effort to educate yourselves on every individual issue that is affecting our world today. And people are too lazy. They're too distracted, which makes them that way, too. You know, it's part of the plan. Get everyone dumbed down. Keep them distracted. Make their attention spans short. Tell them all they got mental issues or that they need some medicine if they can't pay attention instead of telling them right. to apply themselves and start paying attention and taking action. They don't want you to take action. They don't want you paying attention for any extended period oh, of time. Oh, they, they say there's really no need for you to pay attention to all those pesky details. We've got stakeholders we've substituted for you, and we'll speak on your behalf. So don't even worry yep. about developing your own opinions. We've got stakeholders <laughs> now. Like we stakeholders think for you. Now, right? <laughs> Do what you're told and shut up. Get in your corner. Yeah. It's time for your timeout and your uh, internment camps whenever oh, we decide it, to release another virus. I hope these moves that they're doing right now, I, I said earlier, uh, this push to uh, begin this lawfare that they've used against Alex Jones, uh, Trump, love them or hate them. Uh, they're yep. good, high-profile cases to look back and see how deep the rot is within our judiciary. The, the processes and procedures that were employed to uh, manufacture a guilty uh, verdict out of those two situations uh, it does not constitute due process. Neither one of those people, whether you like them or hate them, received true constitutional due process. The entire system was bastardized. And, and it, I mean, it really just proves the point of, of there's not a branch of government left that's going to uh, to be the tip of the spear to save us. I mean, who do you... Well, that's a great example? point, Dave. So, again, that leads back to my point that I've been trying to make on your show, my show, <laughs> and everywhere now for like 20 years. And that's about being proactive. And if you know that, if we all know and we accept that it's all corrupt and it all needs to be drained and we need to start over, it's not the system that's broken. It's the people in the system that are corrupt, that have corrupted it, Right. Because the constitutional republic that we live in is exactly what we need. It's just these people are abusing the system. They're violating our rights. They're ignoring the law. And they think they're above the law. And they're working with our enemies. We need to bring back uh, the old days where we hang them on ropes for their treason. That's not yeah, violent. It used to be how we handled That's these justice. situations, and it kept it to a law. It really did. And when, when you have yeah. punishment fit the crime, uh, right now uh, they're legalizing uh, their criminality. That's precisely yep. what's happening. Right I'm not talking about eyes. running around the country and having your own rope and putting them up on on tree branches, you know, or like just targeting black people left. So relax. You know, I'm talking about no, no, no. trying them in an honest, 
court of law where they go through our process, you find them guilty if they're guilty, and then you put down the punishment. Okay, but you need to drain the swamp in the the judicial system, right? As you were saying. Yeah. You don't do that. How are you going to do that? Time. Uh, but, uh, you know, big change happens doing, during uh, revolutionary eras. Let, let, let's face it, when there, you go into a, a, a state of martial law or civil unrest, you know, where all the systems, the common systems are not functioning properly, you know, things happen. You know, and we don't know. It, it could be for better or for worse. That's the thing is it this... All this is, I was talking about this, is a moment of opportunity when I started the show. This political entropy and instability. You know, I don't want to paint too rosy of a picture here because those moments of instability, to be clear, my message is that a moment of opportunity arises. Right now, we're in a a downward trajectory, and we know where that Mm -hmm. goes if we do nothing. And if their system is stay stable, that's where we're going to go. In those moments of instability are opportunities. It is not a guarantee. I mean, we could go into a nosedive from there. We, you know, when things become unstable, the people pour into the streets. Who's going to prevail? Uh, the nationalists, the people that are proud of their country, their families, their towns and, and everything. Or is it going to be the, the authoritarians, the government control, the suppression of those numbers? One of the two is going to happen. There's going to be a moment of opportunity, though. And if the momentum goes in our our favor, Steve, this is where we, you know, and if Trump is part of that, I know you don't like him. There's a lot of people that don't like him. And there's no, it's not I that I don't like him, him, but go ahead, finish your thought, and then I'll but, address you know, that after. If he after lines up and lands in the, uh, the presidency again somehow, he's yep. going to be that that rock in the pond. All right, that pond was like glass until the, the Trump boulder uh, was launched into it. And if we are not quick to react, because everyone, you've got to wake the hell up. And as both Steve and I and so many are saying, do something. Stand now and do something, because at this opportunity, right. we've all got to grab it's a hold the of the final countdown, right? As I play at the end of my videos on American Patriots Forgotten Country on Rumble. All right, yeah. that's what yeah. it is, people. It's it's go time. It's do or die time. It's to our freedom, to our country, to our future. You know, you want to talk about it, or do you want to be about it? And if you want hope, you know, Dave was talking about hope earlier. You want hope? Then be that hope. Be that yeah. change. Be that person that makes the difference. That gives people hope. That acts as an inspiration. That leads. That doesn't just sit on your butt and just mope. And yeah, uh, make give you more hope when when you realize that, that that you've just taken the reins back. You take a deep breath of air because I I walk through life daily nullifying things in my head. Uh, the bad laws that are just overbearing have nothing to do with me or anybody. Oh. I, I, I ignore them. Just straight out nullification, civil disobedience on a very micro level. Okay, that's where this begins. You first got to say no. I will not comply with your tyranny. No, the answer is That's no. That's a great point, for sure. I mean, that is the basics, right? I mean, because right now, we look at COVID-19. How many people that call themselves Republicans, conservatives, freedom-loving people, complied for one reason or another and made excuses? This is what I'm talking about, about yeah, excuse-making people. I, I got to keep my job, uh, you know, I, right. I got family to support. Well, you know what? If you're dead... I did, you know, too, and I didn't comply. So what's your excuse? Don't give me that excuse. I don't want to hear it. That's yeah. what I say to them. 
No, I lost. I don't want to hear it. I had for 13 years. I lost yep. because of uh, COVID. I wouldn't wear a mask. Yep. Yeah, I got, I mean, you know, I got canceled culture even before COVID day. I'm not going to go down that road again. But so I was ahead of the game. But even when I was left with only being able to do like DoorDash and Grubhub deliveries, I got fired from Grubhub because some libtard reported me to Grubhub for not wearing a mask when I was doing deliveries. No. They tried to get me to comply. Do you think I was like, oh, I'm broke as a joke. All I can do is Grubhub deliveries because I've already been cancel cultured before. Let me comply now. No, I said, I'm not complying an ounce. Not a bit. And no. even though it, was, though it was in Florida, okay, I got canned from being able to drive for Grubhub. I'm broke as a joke. You talk about operating in the red. This is why I say we need your funding. We're literally doing everything we can. We don't do this for money, but it would be nice. Don't we deserve it? Mm. <laughs> we don't yeah, die. I, so we can have food. I promise. So we can do wife. more in the movement. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I promised my wife uh, a few years back. I, I, I said I really I would be satisfied if it, it just breaks even. I, I said I don't mind exactly. sometimes sharing information, seeing a community going through that. But if I could yeah. just break even every month in it, you know, I'd be happy. <laughs> So yep. I, I, I'll let her know when that happens. But that's that's how you know, people, that you're watching a good show here with a good guy, Dave. This guy's sitting here telling you he's operating in the red. You know, we hear Alex Jones and these people have tons of money. Yeah, they got attacked. They had them take their money, and that was not right, of course. But they're crying poor. They're not poor. They can get their money back in two seconds. They have giant audiences, and they do get their money back in two seconds. You know, so these people have tons of money, and they're like, we can't operate. We can't. You can't make videos with your phone? Come on, Alex. You know, this, this is what I mean. Those aren't quality people. I'm just saying, like, they might deliver some good news to you and stuff, but they're not real. They're not honest. They're not like us. We yeah, deserve your support. I mean, they were pioneers, and I think they helped. Yeah. Uh, the most important thing right now isn't so much that, uh, like Alex Jones, and keep with him as an example, uh, yeah. that he exists right now at this particular point in time, is that he has been there. He's been that uh boil on their ass for a couple of decades and i love that but he, he inspired a lot of people to pick yep. up the torch in their little way and begin doing that too All right. and i'm he glad you brought that up because dave's always the guy to bring up the good and he should because i want to make it clear you know going back to what you said about trump and me not liking him this applies to alex jones too i can wrap it all up together and be quick about it when we talk these negative things about these people who are, for the most part, good people, that doesn't mean we don't like them overall. It doesn't mean we think that they're like the left always on everything. We just have to address each issue, like I said. Yeah. Well, we're going to uh, leave that on a positive note. I got my bumper music coming in. Steve from yep. Florida, thanks for calling in. Appreciate your comments, brother. Um, Thank you, Dave. All right, what's our website again, real quick? It's AmericanPatriotsApparel.com. Check us out, American Patriots Forgotten Country on Rumble. Good deal. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Uh, you folks, stay with us. Listen to Red Phil Politics on the Republic Broadcasting Network. We will be right back after a few quick messages. Stay with us. And I don't know what to say.
feel the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube3dbunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your Where he 
was born and raised. Welcome back. Final segment of Red Pill Politics. Uh, we're coming in on uh, the top of the hour here. Been talking about um, what I believe is the slow, uh, you know, we, we've been used to uh, political division to fall into one or two camps politically here in America. You're a Democrat or a Republican or your thoughts are irrelevant. You donate to their candidates that they suggest and vote the way they suggest, and that's kind of it. Uh, we wage war. So when the idea of one becomes the automatic enemy of the other and vice versa, you in the middle are the tug of war rope. Um, but the, yeah, there's there's been two political teams there that have dominated the situation and been the conduits to filling the swamp. Uh, but what's going to happen is all these individual data points on their political charts, all these little Democrats and Republicans, when there's nothing that their their Republican town committee or their Democrat town committee, nothing that they can say or do that will help you. And there's nothing that they can say or do that will show you any promise that will increase your hope. They are going to sever their ties with these fraudulent allegiances and they are going to become nationalists or globalists. They will either jump on board with their because the two parties have become so dipolar that they're starting to come around behind you around uh, behind you. <laughs> OK, and they're doing the same things they are voting for the same things There's they're spending in the same unconstitutional ways they are regulating in this voting the same things into law. Or I should call it policy because all law has to be in line with the Constitution. There's no law at all and be treated with null. I don't know. I'm starting to get myself angry again. So let's go uh, right back to the callers here. we got one on the line. Uh, going international now. Um, got PK uh, from um, from Panama. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, can you hear me okay? He, uh, Sam told me the headset wasn't working out, so I'm on speakerphone. Is it okay? Yeah, you're a little bit buzzy, but I can hear you. Okay. So, Dave, I appreciate you. I just want to tell you that. I, I thank you for your show and everything you put into it. hope everything's working out for you. Yeah, I'm slugging away. I'll be here every week, uh, God willing. There you go. And that's all we can do. So, uh, Stephen Florida was the last caller, last segment? Yes, sir. Okay. Nice guy. I believe he's quite a bit younger than me. I was born in the 60s. Um, man, you can hear the passion. You can hear the, the angst almost, maybe. And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of stuff bubbling now. A lot of people in, in our spheres, you know, where we're at. Um, I actually, the last time he was on was, what, January or December? And I stopped by his Telegram channel because I was curious, you know. And, and he's obviously one of your good friends, so I wanted to check him out. And he puts a lot of, uh, I don't know, I was like number 10 that joined up. He puts a lot of effort in there, and a lot of passion, and he, I agree with him on a lot of stuff. But the one thing that I noticed immediately was that the guy is as much Israel first as he is America first. And that's who I used to be. That's who I was. When I got saved in 94, met Jesus as an adult, I ended up in a Zionist church probably like most other Americans do. Evangelical, you know, and, 
the whole thing. And I'm, we're not going to go all the way down there because RBN does it all day, every day. But Israel did 9-11. It was organized international jewelry. The same money changers that have the Federal Reserve and have control over every single thing now. And they are implementing their new world order right now. We're in it now. We live in it. Because the only freedom we're going to have is the freedom we're willing to fight and die for. That's where we're at. Let me ask you a quick question. Because I, yeah, uh, I just want to add uh, something into this. Um, do you think they are the sole entity of the new world order? That there's only one power that's uh, seeking no, this? No, no, no. The power is the Kabbalah, because if you look across all of the religions, you know, whether it be the true religion, which is King Christ, or you look at all of these other, you know, things that people use to give themselves some structure in their lives or, or whatever, they have co-opted everybody at this point. But the Kabbalists, the Kabbalah is fundamental, because all of my research after 9-11, which is what turned me on to the whole thing, my mind raced back, and I saw names in the book that I read in 1993 or four from G. Edward Griffin called The Creature from Jekyll Island. And I saw those names in control of the Fed, and all of that world popped back into my head when I saw what happened on 9-11 and how it could have happened. And who had control of that had control of the ISIS phenomenon as well as then COVID. And this is all the progression to get us into this position where we have to bow down to their God, who is not Jesus. The Christ killers do not love Jesus. They do not want a peaceful society full of people that love Jesus. It's not going to fly, and they have the mechanisms in place to say either your behavior conforms or you're out. And out means dead. Now, I don't want to cause problems, but I'm just saying, Dave, we've got to get to the core of the problem. We've got to get well, down to the very core. Everyone that's adhering to this, to this, uh, I mean, look at even Ron DeSantis goes over, uh, he goes over to Israel to sign bills to limit free speech. Now, it, it sounds like you've listened to the show before. Um, you must have heard me say, uh, going back to when uh, this whole thing between Gaza and Israel uh, recently flared up. Um, you know, and I also spent a fair amount of time in today's show talking about opportunities. I looked at that because uh, they're very it's a complex, very uh, old history there. Um, and is this an opportunity to begin to bring focus? And I thought it started to happen and kind of, you know, it, it's among the possibilities right now for people to actually look in and analyze and be able to make a, a delineation between Zionist and uh, common Jews, because not every person who who identifies as Jewish right. subscribes I know, I know. I know. I have a lot of a lot of friends that that uh, you know some are messianic Jews but others just I wouldn't even say they're faithful to anything other than just maybe human secularism but we're friends and we we do things together and we don't talk about certain things because we're never going to change each other's mind I don't think but is you it know, more of a scientist thing or is it a Jewish thing if it's you add to Kabbalah, it's more of a Kabbalah thing it's more of a, the people that hate the light are in the darkness, and now they see the opportunity for the darkness to envelop the world, and they're going for it. And you know, you got all these people out there that they took the shots, and they're realizing now that they really messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we you know, see Israel was one of the places that had the most, the highest vaccination rate, which to me 
tells me that the Zionists in control don't even like the their Zionists, own people. The Zionists sacrificed who knows how many tens or hundreds of thousands of their lesser brethren in Germany and in Europe, World War II. So they hide behind this veneer, they hide behind this veneer, you know, of, of persecution and all these things, when, when in reality they've been thrown out of over a thousand countries, municipalities, and states in the last however many, you know, 2,000, some 3,000 years. And there's a reason, because they're Antichrist. They're mm-hmm. Luciferian. And everybody that goes along with the Zionists is going to end up in a very bad place. Forget our nation state. I don't know. How can we get it back? Do you realize the people that are putting technocracy in place are burning our judges and our judicial system right along with the healthcare system? They're burning it because it's all going to be on a blockchain that's digitized in the next world order. So you won't go before the judge. You'll have an AI sentence. The whole thing is going to be different. So they're burning up everything. That's why they're dive bombing our institutions right on top of us, including the the Pepsi's and the, the, the Bud Light and the Targets and all that stuff. They're just crashing it all on top of us because there's not going to be in the next world. There's going to be a company store. You're a company man. You work at the, in a company town, and that's your life. And if you don't like it, you're out. And that's what they have in store for us. Yeah, so I, I, and they've not really... It's, it's a matter of... You have to identify not, the enemy. Yeah. Go ahead. And they've not really been all that secretive about it. They, they write these papers, they go to these summits, these things are all public information. But as I mentioned earlier, we, we've got stakeholders that represent our interests now. So this isn't what makes it to the mainstream media with great repetition. But all the, uh, their plans, and, and I totally agree with you, what they have planned for us, if we were to just say, okay, we love your idea, institute it. What they have got planned is ungodly, and, and, and it, it's it's enslavement. It's pure enslavement. Uh, I, I don't want to survive, Dave. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to survive if we lose. So I'm going to put everything I have into winning. And God forbid I end up in a brain state where they have control over me. That's mm-hmm. what they want is my soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It all begins with civil disobedience. That you as an individual unplug. No. I as an individual unplug. Let's talk about civil disobedience on April 15th. The last time I participated in the Federal Reserve scam was in 1993, April 15th. That was the last time. Was it easy? It was not easy. Do I recommend anybody else go down and seek the path that I found and go down it? You better have a whole lot of Jesus inside you to do it. That's all I can say because it's hard. And you don't get to live the way in their world that you would like to live. You have to live a different way. And when it got to the point that I worked for Ron Paul, you know, the Republicans, you know what they did best? They changed all the rules overnight constantly during the, the after the primary so we couldn't get any delegates. That's what the yeah. Republicans did best. They called us anti-Semites because we supported Ron Paul. Dave? Right. Yeah, I was there. With you. I was there with you. I was a delegate uh, in 2008 and 2012. Um, and what I witnessed, you are dead right. Uh, they did nothing. Uh, but connive and uh, corrupt every situation. The caucuses, our, our credentials. Even once we were lucky, the ones that were made it to the convention, they would misspell our names and put us in towns that we never even heard of. Anything to keep us off the floor. It, it was completely corrupted. Yep. Totally. Agree. And that's that's when I left. I left right after that. I mean, I was gone. Yeah. I said, you know, if I stay, we're gonna have to fight because I'm not gonna sit around and take this crap. So. I don't right. think enough people were ready for the fight. I knew we had to drop another couple legs down in the deal, you know, before 
But but now I hear I still hear people that don't understand the nature of the beast and who's representing the beast and who has made up an alliance with the beast. We can't be those people if we expect to salvage anything. No. We have to wake up on this, these important issues because I agree with Steve from Florida on 95% of what he talks about. I don't believe we would have a Mohammedan or, or a quote-unquote radical Islamist problem or a communist problem if we didn't address the central banking problem, the control of everything problem, this one little tiny tribe of very, very evil, psychotic people. And you yeah. know what? I was praying the other day. You know what the Lord said to me about Jacob Rothschild's death? He said, remember, Jacob didn't either grow up in Sunday school like you did, PK. And that made me think about it. These people have no concept of what, of what is it. You know, just they don't understand anything because they've grown up in that evil system. And they want to now encapsulate it into a digital technocracy where everybody has to bow down to it. Yeah. But they don't understand, you know. You know, Jacob Rothschild's not a happy man right now. <laughs> no, and he realizes some things you can't escape and buy your way out of. That's and right. That will be the fate of all of them. Uh, but right now, you know, we're in a living hell. Those is well, we're, we're being assaulted and murdered. We're being assaulted and murdered, and it's it's happening. And we're all looking at it, and the, it's like, oh, let's use their terminology. The herd is petrified as the deer in the headlight look. Guess what? We need to go canvas our neighborhoods. Yeah. If we haven't done it yet, just the way we did in the old days of politics, and we need just to ask people if they understand what's going on, and if they'd be willing to come down Tuesday night and listen for a half an hour to what we see, because we're alarmed. And we're concerned about them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and make that change that you need locally, because that is where the tires meet the road. Their tyranny is always enforced, a global tyranny enforced in a town. It doesn't exist until it's turned. It's in. It's made enforceable or allowed to be enforceable in your town. Well, I, 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 I'm afraid that all of these things we talk about are just. There's so many things that are baked into this cake right now. I mean, there's so many things baked into the cake. If you watch the bank deposit outflows and, and increasing every single week to another record week, and now they're going to close that window. I think this month they're closing the window of liquidity for the bank outflows. Think about that. So we have so many different things. <sighs> yeah, but, I uh, mean, supply, energy, so everything is uh, unstable. If, at any point, I believe they could uh, pull the plug on uh, almost anything to create enough uh, chaos to because they love to govern during emergencies. So the, I, I wanna, sort of a declared emergency in the, uh, between now and the election. What do you think? Oh, guaranteed, it's in the cake. I, I, I see a very, I see a brutal summer. You see, the opposition, well, the, the people that have illegitimately occupied our government and now installed this communist dictatorship in the O'Biden regime, the, these people are not acting like people that give a crap if they win another election. They don't care if they pull higher than 40%. They don't care. And that tells me no one else, as if our, I knew our vote didn't matter after about 2008. That's when I said, you know what, this is so rigged on both sides, it's unbelievable. But I don't see us getting to the election personally. And if yeah, it's it's, they're, they're because they're reinstalling Trump and all this crap about him being Hitler and a dictator and all this crap, he's going to have to be, to be perfectly yeah. honest. 
Yeah, he should use executive authority everywhere that he can constitutionally to just start slashing away at all the nonsense. He should, he should, he should, he should, but he should have done a lot of things. He should have never, ever let Bill Gates talk him in to doing these friggin' mRNA death shots. Because, let's just face it, I mean, it's... We could have substituted what he calls his campaign slogans for a populist mandate. These got to be mandates of the people, not just the slogan that he can decide to change his mind on later. Is he's moving towards if he's going to have that wave of support, it better be that those people, this MAGA thing that exists, these better be the mandates on him. Take away his campaign slogan. I don't want campaign promises. I want him to campaign and say, you know what? I understand this is precisely what the people want, and I and whether I like it or not, this is what I'm doing because the people want. Uh, big pharma punished everyone that was involved we want people in jail there was crimes it was treason committed uh this whole thing the voting like i said a communist wrecking ball come in uh, and for us to sit on our hands during this uh is futile we have got to get up and, and uh, i keep saying we've shaken it up it creates opportunity and we've got to flow in like they're they're standing in a bee's nest, but no one's stinging them. Oh, well, I don't know. They, they, I, got they, I just got a I just got a one minute warning on my prepaid long distance phone card, so I'm going to lose you. I'll close with this: Thank you for all you do, and don't put your. No, did we lose them? No, well, I uh, appreciate the uh, the call. Appreciate the kind words. Um, yeah, we are all in this together. I know it's a, it's a ongoing battle for all of those independents out there trying desperately to share information just to spur you into discussion, just to spur you into action. You know, talk to your neighbors. It really isn't that hard. I, I understand how difficult that is, having done political things with big groups of people before. People are just nervous. Once they're comfortable with you, they love to chit-chat back and forth and commiserate. But to go up and knock on the door, to uh, see someone in, in the line at the at checkout and just strike up a conversation. You know, it gets more comfortable the more you do it. But you have got to do it. Go to pre-scheduled events. Go through the crowd. Have, have some get-togethers and talk these issues up. Because there are solutions. And, and you got to stop waiting and looking on high. They're not going to come from those that, that created the problem. All right. Take control of it and, and be at peace with that. That's the biggest thing. Liberty and freedom. It, some people don't know what to do with it. And this last caller alluded to, sometimes when you unplug from the system, you stop paying their taxes. you got to stop expecting their benefits. That's a big shocker to people. Oh, I don't want to pay taxes, and I don't want to get a driver's license. I don't want to. And they go and do all those things. And then, you know, a bump in the row, and they hit hard times, or something happens. And then they, what do they do? They've already been conditioned to run the government for a handout of some sort. Is there a license you can give me to help my situation? Is there, you know, I, I'm unemployed now. Do you have any benefits you like to give me? Well, No. No, if you're, you want to be independent of government and rule your own life, your greatest right, believe it or not, it seems counterintuitive to a lot of people, but it really has such great value. Your greatest right is the right to fail. 
it is always an incentive for you to make smart decisions in, as you progress through life. Knowing that if I, I screw up and I do something sloppily and without forethought and I wind up losing, that's on me. And it's on you, too. You've got to make these decisions, folks. Hey, I want to uh, thank all my callers uh, this week. Great discussions. Uh, Chance from West Virginia. Steve from Florida. Piquet from Panama. Uh, thank you for your contributions. Thank you out there for listening. Hitting that subscribe button and the notification down below if you're listening on Rumble. And if you're over on republicbroadcasting.org, uh, leave a comment, share over there. and Hit that donation button. Other than that, love and appreciate y'all. Fly your flags high. Keep your powder dry. Love each other out there. And we'll see you next week. going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off, LLC, 417-932-6419. This is RBN.